conflict resolution definition of conflict the actual or perceived opposition of needs values wishes or perceptions resulting in stress or tension part 1 creating the environment for harmony the inner work the inner work of conflict resolution is to observe and identify the ways in which we approach conflict and to enhance our awareness of how we behave in any conflict situation the more we can understand ourselves the more we will be able to understand others since our attitudes feelings and emotions trigger our actions it is important to understand this intricate connection once we can understand the root cause of our conflicts they will all become easier to manage inner work is about being ready willing and open to learning new behaviors and new approaches it's about building new attitudes towards situations creating new perspectives and a new vision for all parties concerned In any conflict situation it's very easy to blame others and to not take up our own end of the responsibility inner work is about taking that personal responsibility and to take charge of our life once we do this we empower ourselves and become masters of the situation we are no longer waiting for the other party to change or for them to fix the situation so that we can be happy inner work is about accepting our differences each person brings to the table their own set of ideas attitudes beliefs values perceptions feelings experiences memories judgments etc differences are likely to occur and are part of our everyday life when a conflict situation happens each individual sees the conflict from their own perspective this does not mean that one person's view is correct and the other is not it simply means that there are two different viewpoints awareness of our deep rooted sanskars personality traits and understanding the different ways that maya inner negative tendencies emerges them is also one of the fundamental steps in dealing with and resolving conflict inner work is also about having deep concentrated meditation the sort that burns our impurities when we return to a purer state of being we will have fewer differences and fewer conflicts spiritual power as the world becomes an increasingly challenging place to live in we need to find new insights and new tools to manage ourselves we need to reclaim control as the directors and stewards of our own lives we need to cultivate a different type of power spiritual power what is spiritual power and how do we cultivate it in fact spiritual power can be identified as many things Firstly it is an inner calm where nothing and no one can shake our personal dignity it is a strong resolve where one is firm and assured in one's virtues spiritual power gives us the strength to not lose control in the face of difficulty and challenge 
no matter what in dealing with conflict the power of humility allows us to let go transcend and move on and the power of detachment allows us to stay dispassionate and focused spiritual power is generated by creating pure positive peaceful powerful and purposeful thoughts based on the innate qualities of the soul self esteem valuing yourself everything you attract into your life is a reflection of what you feel you deserve what you feel you are worth and how highly you value yourself in all areas of your life because developing self esteem is a process and not a destination you can raise your self esteem by understanding yourself and increasing your self worth self worth is the conviction that you are worthy and valuable self worth is the way you talk to yourself about yourself and how you feel about yourself and the extent to which you think and feel you can cope with the situation in front of you if you treat yourself well others people will too if you give across needy messages people could take advantage they may not respect you self worth gives worth to self esteem and ultimately self confidence self confidence is an attitude self confident people trust their own abilities and have a general sense of control in their lives even when some of their expectations are not met they continue to be positive and accept themselves they nurture themselves they manage their thoughts not allowing weak or negative thoughts to creep in and sap their confidence people with little self worth depend excessively on the approval of others in order to feel good about themselves they tend to avoid taking risk because they fear failure they generally do not expect to be successful they often put themselves down and tend to discount or ignore compliments paid to them by contrast self confident people are willing to risk the disapproval of others because they generally trust their own abilities they don't feel they have to conform in order to be accepted feelings of self worth self respect and self esteem are quite distinct from ego it is a knowledge and awareness of our own interesting uniqueness beauty and value of the soul not just the skills and abilities we have or our possessions or the reputation we hold in the eyes of others self respect is not boasting or bragging instead it is an honest assessment of our successes and the internal strengths that bring us victory self esteem or a lack of it permeates our work and our personal lives it leaves a mark on everything we do cultivating self esteem and self worth means you deserve the best at every moment however overeating drinking excessively smoking and generally not being in control of yourself or allowing others to be disrespectful towards others towards you are all signs of disrespecting the self it is recognizing that i deserve the best from life just because i exist and not because of what i am or because of what i do managing anger many feel justified by their angry reactions others consider it to be a natural fight or flight response yet anger serves very little purpose and creates a lot of damage it takes away our peace of mind leaving us weak and empty there is a lot of information out there about anger management but a more relevant question may be how do we transform our anger 
Anger can be simply a pattern of behavior, in other words, a habit that we have created over time, where we repeat the same reaction to a certain situation. Habits by definition are unconscious, so to become conscious and aware of our reactions means that we can step in and use the power of choice. Through responding rather than reacting, we can begin to change our destructive thought patterns. Anger is a secondary emotion that surfaces in the form of heated words, a loud tone and wild actions. The primary emotion is ego-based and springs from fear or a sense of injustice. When ego feels threatened, our knee-jerk reaction is to defend with anger. When we are at the peak of our anger, we are at the trough of our ability to discount and to discriminate. In simple words, it makes us stupid. This explains why much of the crime in our society is done in the heat of the moment. Often people use anger as a means to appear authoritative, authoritative or to get things done. But this does not work in the long term, even if it gets short term results. Some people use anger as a release of pent-up emotion, but this will not alleviate the root cause and can only cause more damage. Angry people often don't realize that every time they get angry, the body excretes certain hormones that make them feel good, egoistical and about themselves. This negative stimulus is like a drug. It gives people a false sense of power, but in reality, it's weak people who feel the need to use anger to manipulate and control others. Being assertive, not aggressive, is a much better strategy for success. But to be assertive takes self-respect. And the angry person is usually angry for the very reason that they have low self-esteem. If we choose to see an act, act of anger against us as simply an act in a drama and nothing more than that, then we will not be so affected. In order to stay cool, be careful not to let stress build up. There are many stress management techniques, meditation being one of the best. If I deeply realize that peace is my personal property, then I can choose whether I want to give it away or keep it. Self-talk Self-talk is the conversation you have inside your head. It's fine if the conversation is positive, but if it is negative, you will sabotage yourself and the situation. The only conversation we should be having now with ourselves is a positive and constructive one. This chatter in the mind is a combination of what is going on inside yourself and what is absorbed from outside. While much of the negative self-talk comes from beliefs formed in your childhood, a lot of it is also from life experience. Self-talk influences your subconscious and your root belief system. Use meditation as a tool to empower yourself. As we run a positive commentary in our mind during meditation, our whole being vibrates with positive energy. This energy will translate into a healthy form of self-esteem and respect for oneself and others, resulting in greater harmony in our relationship.